Hello everyone and welcome to the Neverman Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially Wilma, my new doggo. Hello Wilma. And especially Kasuchka Okada's leaving rumors. Come on down. My name is Luke. I am your host of the Neverman Podcast and with me as always is <gasps> Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Hello to you, Luke. And hello to the Okada free agent rumors that we're going to talk oh, about today. Um, but, uh, you know, I don't know, man. I, that's going to be a big part of the show is talking about Okada, our feelings about Okada. Is the company doomed? Is the podcast ending? People don't know. We're going to tell them all about it today. I'm never podcast. That's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yes, we are. And, uh, there are ways that people can contact and interact with us if they wish to. We're on the still sinking ship that is the Tweety. Uh, I am at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusiver Tweets. Collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. If you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that. Never Open Pod at gmail.com. Also, look us up on the YouTubes, Never Open Podcast. Hey, you can. You can watch us instead of listen to us, or you can listen to us while we're on the TV. Whatever you do, just just experience the show. Just do it. Also, if you got any of that Sasha Banks money, uh, kick it that way. We have a Teespring store where you can get merch that'll make you look uh, never as fuck. Sasha Banks, she gonna wrestle for the WWE again? Sasha Banks free agent rumors. Come on down. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Luke, um, we do gotta talk about that. We're also gonna get into New Beginning at Nagoya and cover that as well. But um, I guess you probably woke up to the news that Okada's leaving. Uh, you know, how how did you experience that? What do you think about Okada leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling? And is the podcast ending? No, podcast is oh. not ending. Oh, okay. Who started that rumor? <laughs> you did just now. <laughs> yeah. Do you know something I don't? Please, no. I like <laughs> <this>. <laughs> yes, this was something I woke up to, and I was like, no fucking shit. Look, it's one of those rumors when you hear it, you're just like, eh, I'll believe that when I see it, which is pretty much how we uh, talked about it on the show, because I don't know. But yeah, I was surprised. And then there's also there's a weird statement as well. Then, then everyone's saying like, "Oh, he's going to TNA. No, he's going to Noah. No, he's going to All Japan. No one knows what he's doing." But he's leaving. Not, yeah, not even the dirt sheets, Luke. No. More like clean sheets. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I like it. I like it. Yeah, How do you man. feel about it? I feel well, like he's going to have a big hole that, oh, look, here's a whole bunch of new guys just waiting to fill it. I mean, it's like everybody online on the internet, Luke, in the interconnected tubes that information flows through, they are saying to each other things like, oh, it's the end of the world. Oh, you know, I can't believe this is happening. And like, it was kind of surprising a little bit. I was like, ah, really? Huh, okay. Guess he's really doing it, you know? And it, it makes sense. You know, we had the exit of um, 
the president there. Uh, and then, you know, out of nowhere, Tanahashi was the president. Then Okada leaves, almost like changing presidents was a last ditch effort to keep Okada or something like that because they can't compete money wise. They just can't. You know, New Japan makes like the amount of money, like Brock Lesnar makes more money than New Japan does. Okay. The entire company. So yeah. there's no, they can't, they can't compete monetarily. So if he wants to make more money and he wants to go see what else he can do, it seems to me from what I've read that he is leaving the same reason Kushida left. He's just done everything. I mean, like it, it, what else is there for him to do except to win each title? That's like the only thing that he has not done yet. So, it, you know, he's moving on. I hope that it is somewhere that's great. I have a real hard time believing that Tony Khan, um, who, if given the opportunity to bid on a contract with Okada, isn't going to throw every single dollar he can possibly scrape together on him. Um, I feel like that that's something that he's probably wanted to do. I mean, Okada was on the first All In show. He's wanted Okada forever. And there's been this kind of thing happen before, rumors like that. So I feel like if he had the opportunity, he'd throw all the money in the world with him, Adam, you know, and, you know, maybe we get Okada versus Jay White in AEW. Okada versus Ibushi in AEW. You know, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I feel good about that. But wouldn't he just be leaving one company where he's felt like he's wrestled everyone? And then going to another company where he's already wrestled all of the top guys, more some of them more than once. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Like, does he want new challenges with completely new opponents? Does he want to have a fucking bump, an easy bump, second half of his career and just join Nakamura or something? Not out of the realm possibility either. I mean, he didn't Less grow. He didn't grow up wishing he was going to be on AEW, right? You know what I mean? Like, no yeah. wrestler today grew up thinking, oh, if I could just wrestle on AEW, they grew up wanting to be on WrestleMania. WWE. Something like that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Like, I've, I've, you mentioned this to me the other day, so I'm going to steal your shit, but I did say you said it, so there is that. There we go. Credit uh, given. Credit taken. All right, good. <laughs> that we what we're going to talk about this new beginning show and uh everyone popped super loud for Ricardo. they popped louder for naito and uh guess who's not leaving so yes uh, yeah last time okada japan's gonna be, be fine in, in at dolphin stadium or dolphin serena which we'll talk about that but i mean it's the last time okada's gonna be there and the crowd reacted louder to naito so i mean much louder you know. And it's been like that for well over a year. He's the most over guy they have. He's he just is, whether you like him or not. And I yeah. don't. So there you go. I, I feel like at the beginning of the year last year, New Japan had a choice. You know who who were they going to go with? Are they going to put everything into Naito? Are they going to put everything into, into Okada? Naito began a story that ended at Wrestle Kingdom winning the title, whereas Okada had stank belts all year. So, ah. Uh, yeah. Well, he did get to wrestle Brian and, and win, so there's oh, that. Of course. He's always going to have his matches, you know, but I just, he didn't yeah. do, he didn't do anything in New Japan really this year. And, um, you know, as far as, I'm sure there's lots of things I'm forgetting, but he didn't do anything major in New Japan except wrestle guys from outside of New Japan. 
<laughs> he's leaving with a short window for him to go out on his back. Yeah. Too, so he's just very fucking smart, isn't he? Eh? <laughs> uh, is, is, are they going to have him get pinned by like Zack Sabre Jr. or something like that in the, in the six mans? I don't know. I hope so. Because that would make sense. Although, and, you know, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we got to talk about that in the show and everything and the Nagoya show. But I just, I don't know, man. I'm I'm, uh, I'm surprised that, that he's leaving. I hope that he goes somewhere he likes to go. It's a shame yeah. you know, that he didn't, you know, uh, get the opportunity to lose to Master Huato. You know, I mean, people are talking about, like, they wanted him to lose to Suji or something on the way out. But no. He should have lost to Master Huato on the way out. Got to put over. I still want my guy. Doki at the dome match. It's like, yeah, come on. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, but at the same time, I if he gets the AEW deal, don't you think it'll be like Osprey, where it's like you sign this guy, but like we want him back like once a year. Like, come on, man, please, you know. Yeah, we'll share the contract. You know, we'll yeah. pay twenty percent of the contract, but you gotta give them to us. You know, twenty percent of the time, like that kind of thing, which is, I'm sure, what's going on with Will Osprey too. So, wonder, ah, wonder how Osprey thinks is like, hey, I'm leaving. It's like a big leaving party, and then like Tamatonga and Akata are like, yeah, we're going too. Bye. <laughs> well, <Some> mother- <laughs> like all their contracts are at the same time, aren't they? And yeah, like, yeah, and that's, that happens all the time, and that happens almost every year in New Japan too. And that's another yeah. thing: the fan base. Freaking out, thinking New Japan's not going to be okay. Yeah, lose half its roster. Yeah, have you been watching? You know what I mean? Because there's lots of guys ready to go up there. There are people in New Japan, like Ishii, that could just be a main eventer right now. It's fine. There's tons. I mean, Mr. Bread is there. And then you got all those young guys. There's there's tons of people there. They'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. They've got... Immediately, they've got people that... I mean, Sonata just had had the title for a year. It was pretty successful, as far as I'm concerned. Just that guys are over. Yeah, that that. Yeah, so I don't know. They've got they've got lots of they've got lots of talent. In fact, I think they've got an overabundance of talent because uh, I feel like with all the promotions in in Japan, New Japan will send guys to other companies, but apart from maybe Kiyomiya and maybe the odd. Uh, pre-show match with uh, with Taguchi. They don't really have all Japan guys on shows. They don't really have, I know, apart from Kiyomiya, Noah guys on shows and things like that. They've kept themselves pretty separate. It's their guys going to other companies. They're stacked with talent. They ain't got no room. You yeah. and I were like, please, Nakajima, please come here. There's no but, room here. There's no I room. I mean, now. 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 now yeah. But still, you know, we don't know that, that all Japan might somehow sign Okada or somehow sign some joint contract with some American company. We don't know. And if that's the case, then he's got a ready-made feud sitting there. I mean, the guy's going to be fine. New Japan's going to be fine. It sucks we're not going to get dickhead Okada in a tag match out of nowhere, you know. But at the same time, that's just going to be more room for Tai Chi. <laughs> More room for the Holy Emperor, exactly. That's what it's all about, really. Yeah. We might get a second song out of him yet. oh my god all right so we we are going to talk about new beginning in nagoya yeah uh i didn't watch this live because uh it was my mother-in-law's birthday Uh, merry birthday joy oh she's gonna get a shout out later in the show too so oh my god be listening for that um 
Yeah, man, I didn't watch this live either. It was on at like 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. for me, and it's like, brother, what are we doing? So, um, but I was excited because, I mean, this is one of the, our favorite venues for one reason and one reason only, that the motherfucking Nagoya Diamond Dolphins play at this arena, and it's called Dolphins Arena in Aichi. And, like, normally – I look up Google reviews, right, for these uh, venues and stuff. And I was, and usually I like to look up bad ones because they're funnier, right? So I tried, but there's no such thing, <laughs> you know. Um, I, 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 Chi Arena, or you know, I the uh, Dolphins Arena in Aichi is such a fantastic building, you know, um, that there there are only five star reviews, and every one of them, except for the ones we're going to read, say something like, "I wish I could put six stars." Dave Meltzer, you know, so it's, it's exciting. And we do have Google reviews for Dolphins Arena. Um, I did notice that it was awful strange that Chris uh, Charlton, who was on the call with uh, Walker, Texas Stewart, didn't mention the third level that they've added that is supported by load bearing skeletons. Hey, there we go. So yeah, nothing but, uh, nothing but gold, nothing but good reviews. It's amazing. All right. Yeah. It's like the one place in Japan that uh, no one's got problems with the toilets or the staff there isn't particularly nasty. I mean, it's right next to the train station. The toilets are good, you know? Yeah, um, plenty of parking. Everybody's happy because the Diamond Dolphins – I looked up the Diamond Dolphins record. They're right in the middle of their season, 20 and up. We already can't, knew that, of course. Can't lose. Can't lose. That's right. It's because they've got the the support. Oh, they never in Vegas. That's right. They are, right we so are what? the official New Japan podcast of that basketball team. That's right. How niche can we get? Uh, <laughs> hold, hold our nichiest of niche beers and we'll find out. All right. So what? <laughs> I, I do have such a review and uh, here we go. I made a spontaneous visit here when visiting Nagoya Castle, but really glad I did. For equivalent of around 20 euros, I had a great time watching the Dolphins. I can recommend five stars. Wow. Sounds awesome, right? What a breath of fresh air. I know. I was <laughs> shocked. Well, let's see what my person has to say about Dolphins Arena. And they start their self all right. I wrote a song about it. Like to hear it. Here it goes. It's called Dolphins Arena, not Aichi Perfector Gymnasium, due to the naming rights and the badass basketball team that plays there, visited Sumo Nagoya Kunuchi. It's quite nice that the Nagoya tournament is held at Dolphins Arena. It's smaller than Ryagoku in Osaka location, so it gives a good sense of reality. Recommended, thumbs up, is chair seating. If you visit in the morning, the air conditioning is working so hard that it gets cold. Today's ticket picker is Tara Yon. It was cool. Five stars. I mean, I love that review because not only are they telling you the place is awesome, they got the name right, and they're telling you like some, some good tips and to get there early because the it's really cold when you get there, and that feels awesome. That's right. Though it's probably winter there now, so this must be an old review, obviously. Yeah. Not that old, though. There's, there's got to be billions of new reviews coming every day. Yeah. I mean, stars. they're all five stars wishing they could be more. Now, Luke, we do have something else to announce. 
here yep. that's very important is because we were going to return to you know Dolphins Arena. We did something special, and that will be waiting for you at the end of this episode <laughs> of the Never Up a Podcast. No, yes, yes, it will. In the meantime, before we get to that part that everybody wants, uh, we'll talk about New Beginning in Nagoya. How's that sound? Yeah, wrestling. <laughs> Excuse it's me. Like the, All right. This was the wrestler diary of podcast today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here it was. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So we start off. I think this was pre show. I, I don't know. I just clicked on episode one and it was Show Makato versus Katsuya Murashima. And, you know, I see uh, both young lions sprint as fast as they can to the ring, which tells me in young lion logic, what does that tell me, Mr. Guy? Well, they're both going to lose. That's right. So... This match is going to be a time limit draw, everyone. Right. <laughs> it just is. So uh, there is that. But I, I, I loved it. Is it a masterpiece? No. They're green as shit. But how cool is it to see these two guys and in a couple of years they'll be off on excursion and then they'll be back and uh, it's it's just exciting. But uh, yeah, by, by the way, you know, as excited I am, you know, Kevin Kelly probably went online and said, oh, yeah, these new young guys are shit. <laughs> they need to get serious. <laughs> Even on a fucking berry spree, was that just like a, what the fuck? Man, I don't he know. decided to leave New Japan, did he? Didn't he? So what's his Maybe. problem? Like I don't know. Well, they got someone half his age. Of course they did. He's probably going to be more inclined to oh, that, than an old person with a family. Come on. Is that what it is? It's announcer heat between Walker, Texas Stewart, and Kevin Kelly. Oh my god, that that could lead to a match that I would love to see. Are you shitting me? Come on, that's money. You know, there's well, there may not be any money in Master Wado, but there is a money in a feud between Kevin Kelly and Walker Texas oh Stewart. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. It's just, I woke up to some of that as well, uh, seeing some of those tweets, and I'm just like, really, man? You got such a really nice, jolly personality, and you kind of being a dickbag. Stop doing yeah. that. Anyway, enough of... Uh, that man. Uh, it, it, this was a pretty good map-based match. They pretty much spent all of the match on, on the map. Uh, and uh, one of them is uh, covered in ugly bruises on one of his arm. Like he did cupping on his arm or something, or he's been doing like a billion arm drags that day and that's, I don't know what happened there. But it is a time limit draw. Why don't, uh, you know, it ends with a half league grab, but the time runs out. And uh, yeah, it was good. Exciting. Yeah. I don't even know who got that brat there at the end, but uh, there was a lot of fuck your leg, and there was even a knee smash, which I thought was odd, because mm -hmm. that's, that's kind of a flamboyant move for young lions to do, but uh, that was pretty cool. So, well, Luke, are you ready to get into New Beginning? The New Beginning, excuse me, in Nagoya, the main show begins, and we hear the voices of Walker Texas Stewart himself and Chris Charlton on the call. So, um... We do have an update. Chris Charlton, unfortunately, has contracted the illness known as COVID. And he's going to be out for the, for the you know, this is going to be very interesting to see what that sounds like. Uh, you know, uh, who's going to be with Walker? Are they going to, like, hold his hand? Because, you know, I mean, he needs help right there, right? So, anyway. 
But that's not the show we're talking about. We're talking about this one. So this opening match is Shota Umino and motherfucking Hanma versus Renarina <laughs> and Yujiro Takahashi. And it's a hot match. So, you know, they do hot stuff. You know what's going to happen, right? Got and some hot like, stuff, baby, this <laughs> evening. Chris Charlton yells at uh, the wrestlers when they get anywhere near him on commentary. Kind of like Kevin Kelly did, but he's like, he's like, Go in the ring like that. And it was like, okay. And, you know, in a match like this, you know who's going to get their ass kicked a bunch. And it's Hanma, unfortunately. He gets his fucking ass whooped. And eventually, though, he gets his, like, double DDT thingy and tags his show to Umino for a hot tag. And he runs wild, brother. Renarita mostly avoids uh, Shota Umino, though, of course, like during this whole section. He finally gets in once Yujiro has Shota down. There's a nasty-looking DD, uh, Tornado DDT from Shota Umino. It looked really awesome. That was on Renarita, of course. And Shota helps Hanma get the Kokeshi for two. There's a bridging exploder from Renarita that looks fucking sweet. And it's like, hey... You're not allowed to do cool moves like that anymore. Yeah, what are you doing? You're in the house of torture now. <laughs> that shit was awesome. So, and Chris laughs as Hama hits shoot headbutts on Renarita. He laughed in That's that it. way that like announcers laugh when awesome shit's going on in Japan. Oh, yeah. I was like, that was funny. So uh, anyway, Sakamoto saves Hama from a low blow, but no. Pimp Kane uh, from behind uh, his back, X-Factor, you dealing with it for the win. And Shota Umino is very sad, but he doesn't cry. No, that's true. What is the name of that uh, move that Ren Narita does? Like, what's he call it? No, it doesn't matter. Yo, Kevin Kelly with... probably hates it. So uh... oh, <laughs> The double cross. Kevin Kelly's like, that should be triple at least. Yeah, that's right. I don't know if you caught um, this, it's... but right after that match, there's an, a surprise on camera for the English commentary, and they're talking about Bushi Mass, and Walker doesn't know what Chris is talking about, so, like, the camera goes on them, and he's like, yeah, Bushi Mask or something, and, like, Walker's, like, throws his hands up, and then the camera's just <laughs> Weren't they talking something like, hey, Chris, have you ever noticed that, uh, a lot of these people that attack wrestlers are wearing bushy masks. He's making was, a lot of money doing that, isn't he? Uh, it was a joke. I thought Chris Charles was trying to make some joke about, like, because they were talking about... Um, uh, Just imagine Bushi selling heels these masks. I mean, yeah, that's true. But Luke Perry's son or whatever, that guy, they were talking about him during this match. Because remember, he attacked Shota Umino. We got to put oh, yeah, that storyline over, brother. So they were talking about that, and that's how they got onto the Bushi match discussion. Very important. Accuracy. Remember, remember uh, Mr. Nemeth? Remember, remember Jack Perry? No sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> but uh, I liked that match, and uh, of course I did, because uh, I'm one of those crazy weirdos, everybody that likes uh, House of Torture matches, even ones with Yujiro Takahashi in it. Mm. Yes, it makes me fun that they have to cheat in order to beat Honma and Shooter, especially <laughs> pin Honma. Uh, oh. It's a little light and breezy at points too, so uh, you know they're not working 100% hard, and uh, that's fine. I don't mind. That's why it was so funny when Hama started throwing those shoot yeah, headlines right? at Ren Narita. Because right. Ren, yeah. Ren must have done something wrong because he just started going hard on him. And, like, oh, it was really funny. Yeah, you might be right there. Because uh, I was like, oh, that's nice and breezy. Headbutt, headbutt. Who <laughs> rocket? All right, all right, fuck. 
They're in masks. All right. So ne- <laughs> next we have uh, Callum Newman. Uh, hey. hey, Jeff Cobb, Hinare, Francesco Kira, and TJP versus uh, who we got? We got Clark Connors, we got Driller Maloney, or Baloney, as, as you like this to say, Dan Baloney, Dan Baloney, <laughs> Dan Balcony. All right, uh, <laughs> then we got David Finley, then we got Gabriel Kidd, and the one I'm safe for, Alex. Alex, Alex, see the android. So uh, there we go. <clears throat> All right. So, so here's is this the floodgates that have opened now that uh, Mood is well and truly <laughs> fucking retired? Like whilst he had the mist, like no, not many of you are allowed to use that. Now he's retired. It's like everybody's like maybe he's selling the mist now or something. Like get your Mood a mist. <laughs> He's standing next to that like house in the woods. There's babies in the grass next to him, and he's just selling mist. It's That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, because Bullet Club they want to storm the ring and uh, and start a brawl and stuff. But TJP is just like missing, okay. missing everywhere. Okay, that makes Something a lot like more that. sense now. I was wondering why he would missed before the match even started. I was like, why is he doing that? So he was warding off BC. Okay, yeah. He's warning them off. So, uh, hey, we get, we get a brawl, and I'm thinking to myself, hey, uh, this match might get thrown out. But it doesn't. And then I see there's two points in this match where I have the same thought, and I immediately message you that, uh, I, oh, my God, I want Hanare versus Gabriel Kidd, please, like right now. That match Word. is going to be never as fuck. I just saw them in the ring, by the way, when I messaged you. I was just like, oh, my God. That combination, like, Singles match, please. Let's let's see it. I want I want that bad. Callum does this really cool leg sweep double stomp on the driller, which is really cool. And look, Clark Connors is a bump machine in this match. He takes big moves pretty much from everybody in the Empire. All of them. Big speedy boots, face washes. He's getting suplexed and tossed around like crazy. It's... Uh, He's he's great. I, I don't know. I just love it. He he's yeah. just uh, bouncing around. He's oh my god. Yeah, he's he just ragdolls it several times. It's just it's just fucking amazing. I like seeing someone bump like that. We get a brain buster on Hanare by Kid, which looked fucking gnarly. Then a crossbody and a moonsault by Cobb on the Gabriel Kid. Oh my god, huge fall away slam by the Android on Jeff Cobb. Fucking hell. And the match ends with a power bomb and a douchebag pin by Finley. <laughs> uh, I believe who was it on? I think it was on TJP, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he power bombs Newman. And Newman, that's it. Yeah, yeah, it's Newman. So. It is Newman. He power bombs Newman and gives him this uh, really cocky kind of pin. So yeah, Bullet Club. They try to lay the smack down after the match on Callum. They start stomping him, and then the Empire and TJP chase him away with chairs and stuff like that. So they're building up to their cage match uh, and, and all that kind of stuff. So this is good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's great. The Hanare Gabe Kid shit's amazing. Yeah. Um, I also Gato was there for this match oh, yeah. too, and I was like, oh hey, it was like <laughs> it's like hey, here's Gato because I like I like it when he's there. It just like <laughs> adds it adds what a manager should add, you know. Uh, so I like that. But um, 
at the beginning, I have to point this out. I'm sorry. I know I'm being a major nerd, but like Chris Charlton's like, ah, the last cage match happened 20 years ago in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and then he doubled down. It's like in 2024 was the other one. And I'm like, no. I think he meant 2003 and 2004. So there have been cage matches um, and uh, New Japan. It's just, I thought they were all like exploding death match, cage match. So I was wrong, but he was also wrong. Anyway, so the next match, Luke. And he got paid to be wrong. I know, he did. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> man. Anyway, so the next match is a preview tag match. It is Desperado and Master Wado, the best friends, versus Kanemaru. That's. Bitch. and show so uh this is great so i don't know if you noticed this but master huato and desperado they had matching gear now did you see so yes. it's awesome so desperado has a red mask on with like red like kind of highlights on his pants and master huato has red on his pants now <laughs> it's so funny because like they clearly just got like desperado got another mask made and then they just added some bullshit to, to like trunks they already had. <laughs> it's really funny. So, but at least they have matching gear now, so they're actually a thing, and I like. You that. know, Wato did that, right? Because Wato's, Wato's the kind of guy to turn up with the same T-shirt you're wearing That's and right. stuff like that. You know, he he stole you know a mask and some of Desperado's pants and had somebody do that and then like presented it to him like, look, we got and like he knew Desperado didn't have any other gear there so he just surprised him with it after stealing it so it's like you know you gotta wear this I've been this the guy who saves the day when he's the one who actually puts you in trouble in the first place yeah <laughs> that's great so anyway uh, so this is a match Desperado um, has the red like I said Watto has the same old blue gear but now he has the red on his pants and he fucks up show he's like hey I hate you. And so it starts fucking up show and it's great. But then the heels cheat and they take over and do hot things. So Watto, he goes chest first into the guardrails like a fucking badass. And it looks awesome. And you know what stuff like that does? It makes me think you got money in you. So anyway, Desperado, guess how he takes the corner bump and into the guardrail? Chest first. Tremendous. Yeah. I love it. It's like the fucking hearts, man. And uh, so Walker reminds us that Wado wants a title shot too. Good point. You know, so he's got extra beef with, um, you know, hot because they've jumped the line. Right. So he's fucking pissed off. It's, ah, it's a good story. So and then, of course, you know, Bull Club beat him up or excuse me, uh, you know, House of Torture beat him up. Heat on Master Wado. Kanemaru starts the inevitable fuck your leg offense against Desperado. And that's good <laughs> shit, man. So Watto gets a Recita Mente for two in the mid card on show and shows going up big for moves. So ref distraction, Kanemaru, that distraction allows show to hit a spear for two on Watto and then blatant ref distraction. Like, this is just like, come on guys, we can do better. Um, but Suntory surprise, shock arrow uh, from show um, and the pinfall victory show pins Watto. All the heels are winning tonight, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's House of Torture night, everyone. Fuck your beginning. And, uh, so everyone's gonna hate that except me. Uh, <laughs> so uh, that's that's all right. It happens sometimes. Wrestling does a show for me, and it's all right. Most of the time, they do not. All right, most of the time they do. I'm pretty. I'm pretty happy. I like New Japan. 
Good. All right. Me too, buddy. Yeah. This match was fun. Show takes a bulldog bump at the start of the match, ELP style, like on on his forehead. I saw that. That was great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was really cool. And there's this bit where Wato is supposed to do his jumping European uppercut, but like Despy's kind of in the way and oh, his legs hurt as well. So Wato kind of just lands on the floor, then kind of launch on the mat, then kind of launches himself. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. That was nice work. So yeah, good stuff. <clears throat> and hey, show gets a big win, in my opinion. He just pinned the best of the Super Juniors of 2023, which happened 20 years ago. So there you go. It's a rivalry to span the ages. <laughs> but, but that's a, a mini feud you know and that's kind of that's some of the best stuff for us we love the mini feuds they're the best oh, yeah. you know yes we sure do and uh all right so i guess uh our next match is between <laughs> oh, fucking hell <laughs> yeah it is the dream team of hiroshi tanahashi kazuchika okada and tomohiro ishii with uh miss you know non-dream team dude uh togi makabe versus <laughs> the upcoming next trios champions zach oh. saber jr shane haste and mikey nichols with you know kozai fajita as well Aww. so you come on you know they're winning Aww. you know they're winning and we're not going to get much of uh tana two belts mm, president tanner is tana two belts i'm like mm, come on man <laughs> Carter's like, yeah, I'm out. He's gonna put all belts on himself. No, I'm joking. I'm not. There's a <clears throat> this match is good. There's not too much Ishii in this one, which uh, which surprised me. He usually gets long portions where he's doing like, oh, I'm gonna dodge you and make you run into the other guy and all that kind of stuff. But not so much Ishii in this one. Maybe it's because hey, it's a uh, Carter's last night in Nagoya. He takes more of a center stage in this match than the the other two members, uh, the three members of of the team. Which is good for me. Uh, Okada and Fujita is a blast. And uh, I want more of Okada doling out punishment to these young guys and maybe eventually getting his comeuppance and them overcoming him and beating him. He's like <laughs> the final boss of New Japan. But no, he is leaving. So a lot of that, sadly, will not happen. But hey, we got this and it was nice. Uh, Fujita makes me, makes me a huge fan of him. Makabe tags in. Makabe, oh, he goes straight for Makabe things. He gets he gets him in the corner and he's like, ha ha, oh, because Vegeta he crawls out of it, turns around and drop kicks Makabe straight in the butt. <laughs> you think and in his unchained butt? Yeah, his unchained butt. So what? Uh, <laughs> Oh, so he made me really happy. I love you, Kosei Fujita, for life. Then uh, Makabe, he does miss a King Kong knee drop, and uh, he gets to tap out to Zack Sabre Jr. So is this a night for me? I love see, I love Despi Wato. I love me some House of Tortures. I like that stuff. I love the Empire stuff. Like, now I get to see Makabe tap out. Like, what is this night? I like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. this I love that match. It was great. There was... Um... Okada actually did the I'm a bitch, which he hadn't done in a long time. And I was like, Man. wow, he's actually doing it for me. That I better was so get funny. a Scooby Dooby Doo before he leaves. I tell you. <laughs> my uh my note says Makabe taps out to a knee bar. Ha 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 
ha, 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 ha. It just keeps going. So. <laughs> On the loop. Some fun trash talk after the match, too. And Okada gets in the ring and waves goodbye to everybody at Dolphins Arena, the best place he's ever wrestled. So, um, yeah. you know, that's it. Read the Google reviews, I'm telling you. That's All right, true. Luke. <laughs> the next match, which uh, I'm so glad this is lining up the way it is. So the next match is LIJ versus Just Five Guys. It's all of them. All of them that matter anyway. So um, remember how loud the crowd was for Okada, you know, when they first came out? It was like when he came out in the match before, I think it might have been the most Okada's I've ever heard, right? It was a lot of Okada's. I mean, it was almost in unison. It was wild. But when Naito comes out, even louder. Ah, it's like the yeah. Beatles that just come out, man. There's even more Nitos than there are Okadas. So I just want to make it's that clear. True. Now, um, commentary has their own storyline that they're writing here about um, you know, the young guys. Now, this is uh the two youths, <coughs> this is the two youths part two. It's uh Yu Yu Amora and Suji, they got hair heat. According to commentary, they got, you know, hey, grew your hair long? Well, I'm going to grow mine long. So that's what's going on there. Sonata and the champ start. It's a blast. All the other wrestlers stand on the floor to watch, which makes it such a big fucking deal. It's like we're not even going to try to tag him. We're just going to all sit on the floor or stand on the floor and watch this. And, man, makes it such, such like a big moment. It's great. So they do good reversal wrestling. That's what they do. Hiromu and Doki in next, and they run the ropes. It fucking rules. Then it's Taichi and Shingo. That fucking rules too. Oh my god. Then it's the two youths, part two, and it gets a little chippy between them. So those guys are hitting each other for real a little bit. <laughs> it's like, hey, take it easy. This is just, but they know it's Dolphins Arena. I'm, I was about to say it's I just know, right? Nagoya, but it's Dolphins Arena. They know. Mm. So um I'm pretty sure you Uramura cried because it was his first time at Nagoya. <laughs> his hair wasn't as long as he wanted it to be, you know. Well, so Yoda Suji is mad, clearly, in this match, because I there's some live rounds going on, some potatoes being thrown, and he's all mad and he stops so smiling. And Chris is like, Kevin Kelly must be happy. Ha ha ha. So Taka and Bushi in for some junior stuff, and Bushi gets the tope. They build to a double down, and Sonata is in versus Bushi. And it's like, wait, what's going to happen here? Everybody's in the pool, shining wizard on Bushi, and he has to tap to the skull in like a bitch. So just five guys forever. Um, just five guys forever. <laughs> they win. Yeah, that's all right. I almost wore the just five guys, but uh, I got an old Suzuki shirt on instead. <laughs> But uh, I like this match a lot, and uh, I like what the commentators say when they say, hey, uh, they're all having singles matches. Wait, really? Yeah. Cool. Awesome. So what are we getting? We're getting Sonata Naito. We're getting Taichi versus Shingo. We're getting Bushi versus Taka. We're getting, oh, my God. Hiromu uh, versus Hiromu Doki. versus Doki. That's a match you can win. You know, he better fucking win that match, man. I mean, come on. Like, if, if you're going to put Doki yeah, over, yeah. this is the time. Like, because yeah. his feud versus Naito, he was never going to win that, right? I mean, obviously. You know, but he almost beat Naito. He should be able to beat Hiromu. Come on, man. Come on. I think Doki hates all of LIJ more than anyone else in Just Five Guys. 
Yeah, he's had singles he matches might. with Naito. And, and Hiro- that, man, that Hiromu tune-up match is one I bring up all the time. Fantastic match. Oh, my God, I love it. Uh, that's when he came back from that Ryu Lee match, Dragon Lee match, is that right? I think so. Yes. Look. Now, mm-hmm. I was just going to say, Luke, if you don't mind... Yeah, I don't. What did you think of the real Muscle Live video package before this next match? That's what it was. I. All right, so <clears throat> there's a few things, uh, dear listeners. Uh, now you'll see the photos on the uh, for for every episode near the thumbnail. Andy will send them to me, so you know I can put them on the YouTube video. Anyway, he sent it to me the the morning after the show, and I was like, uh, right. Now I know the winner. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. That's all right. It happens. We've both done it to each other <laughs> before. It will inevitably will happen again. There's over 100 shows a year that we cover. And it's fucking, it's going to happen. So I know who wins. He goes, you're either going to love this match or hate it. <clears throat> and I, I, the, the, the last match starts. It goes to the next episode. And then I hear, and it's all about Ishimori running around and outrunning Great Khan. The video package is fucking hilarious. It it sets the stage perfectly for the absolute masterpiece that we're about to talk about. Now, with this match, I think like. After I'd seen this show, I was, we were talking about it. And I was like, man, I wish we could watch that match together. And you're like, I'll be home soon. Let's do that. So we did. And I'm pre- I, we just laughed the whole time. It was just amazing. So, yes, this is the Greater Khan versus Ishimori. What did you think about that video package too, Mr. Guy? I loved it. And, like, you know, I'm sure you'll ta- you're going to talk about Chumpy, of course, too, because he is oh the star God. of this match. But I do want to tell you guys about the entrances real quick because Great Ocon gets his full main event entrance with the pre-music to the music. Like, it's the whole fucking big deal. The only difference between that and, like, a huge match is he doesn't have any guys with him. And I think that's by design, you know, because if he had a bunch of those guys with him, they'd have to get involved, you know, United Empire guys. But this match is real muscle live versus fighting with a real sword. This match is Max the Max. It's Max the Max the <laughs> match because Great Okan comes out with a fucking sword and, you know, Ishimori suggested this match and he is the embodiment of Real Muscle Live. He really is. That's what I have to say about this. Man, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> Put that context on, boys and girls, and watch this match again. That's <laughs> a pure oh comedy match. I think people were th- expecting, if you didn't like this, you were expecting something serious or you didn't get the joke. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. No. so so what are the rules of this match, Mr. Andy? Well, the rules of Greater Khan versus Taiji Ishimori are as follows. This is a 10-minute ring fit match, which means this match will go for 10 minutes and there will be I guess three three minute intervals of match happening, and then the one minute interview interval rounds. Yes, and then I all right, we're gonna wrestle for three minutes. Now we're gonna do thirty seconds of exercises. Wrestle for another three minutes. Another thirty seconds of exercises. On and on, and the winner of the match is the last person holding the title. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not clear. It's not clear whether they have to do a specific amount of exercise or they have to do a certain time period of exercise. And it becomes clear as we watch the match that it's a specific amount of exercise, not just a time yeah. period, because Ishimori, you know, has a plan. So, oh, boy, does he have a plan. And, uh... <laughs> he's the, I think he's the only one. Him and Chump are the only ones that understand the rules. <laughs> so what makes me – but. I feel like Radokan does know the rules, but he's playing into the like. The thing is, this match has to make Radokan look like he's unfit. Whereas we all know he got dad bod. Sure, that motherfucker's fit. I've seen him do yeah. like torture rack, fucking spin move, boom. You gotta be fit to do all that shit. So he could go, but the conceit here is he's he's a big, dumb, unfit fatty who compared to Ishimori, and thus can't you know, exercise and stuff for as long as Ishimori can. So, man, this match, the first three minutes is kind of like a wrestling match. And then right near the end of it, Ishimori's got uh, Great Okan so riled up that Great Okan is just chasing him, just chases him out. Ishimori just runs back in the ring, goes, hey, it's exercise time, and Great and fucking Chumpy, oh, man, he was excited for this. He's like, yeah, in. Exercise time. Get your ass in here. Now. Now. Oh, my God. He's drunk with power. Get in here. Exercise. So they get in the ring. Greater Khan gets in the ring, and it's the first. Oh, my God. It's the first exercise period. doesn't matter what. they got to do three different kinds of exercises, about five or ten of each in 30 seconds. Well, in true Ishimori Bullet Club fashion, you don't know. You're pretty sure he doesn't do all of them, but he's so fast that you just believe it, like, all right, mm-hmm. fine. And because as you, you're not really watching him do it fast, you're watching Great Khan as he's like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh, my God, I'm really bad at push-ups. Oh, shit. Oh, sit-ups. Oh, fuck, I suck worse at these, too. Oh. So Ishimori is done at around, like, the 10, 12-second mark, and Great Khan makes it just in time with the exercises. And then you got the next three minutes <laughs> full of That's the wrestling. Right. Right away, and he's gassed. He's acting like he's gassed, but Chumpy was on fire because, like, literally right out of the gate, Great Khan grabbed the claw on Ishimori, and Chumpy just looks right at Ishimori, right in his face, and goes, "Give up!" Right in his fucking face. I mean, like, right out of the gate. And also, he has a whistle <laughs> that he pulls out during the exercise parts, and he's whistling as they're doing the shit, and it is. Fucking fantastic, man. I think it's so funny. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I bet he was the most excited out of the three people to do that. Oh, do man. this match. Oh, he's my like, God. He, he wrote home to his wife with his 300 kids. And was like, he's like, I'm going to get over today finally, honey. Is it is it this portion of the three minutes where near the end of it, is it Ishimori's in a submission hold? Or something, no, great. Yes. Yeah, Ishimori's oh, yeah. in a submission hold, but the but sorry, but the right, Greta Khan's gassed. Ishimori's just like, Well, I'm in ball club, now's my time to shine. Starts beating up Greta Khan. Greta Khan turns the tables, he's in a he gets Ishimori in that triangle choke submission hold. The time runs out, yeah, saved by the bell, 
you know? Saved and by the bell. Now now they're both acting fucked up, too. They're both like, oh, boy. Yeah. And Ishimori's selling that he's tired. You know he isn't. <laughs> it's no. great. So. Well, you, you kind of know Greater Khan really isn't either, because it's only a 10-minute match, too. So, you know, it's like, mm. But uh, I just... So Ishimori is pretending he's fucked up, but he still manages to get his exercises done a lot faster than Greta Khan, who is even close to that 30-second <laughs> mark this fucking third time. Dude, Greta Khan's facial expressions in this match are <sighs> just tremendous, man. It's so Dude, funny. Oh, my God. So, I mean, I'm in stitches because they're doing normal, proper wrestling, but it's still like they've got this goofy sheen on it. Chumpy's, like, getting all up in everyone's faces. He's going wild. I don't know where to look. Like it's just a smorgasbord of dumb, and I love it. <laughs> Dude, this is what this is what you need sometimes in New Japan. You can't just. I know everyone just wants their strong style all the time, but that's not what New Japan is is for me. And I don't think it ever really has been. It's always been that mixed with all sorts of other shit. And yeah, this is my jam. I just. But you had a visitor during this uh, match. Oh, my God. Yes, I did. So, (laughs) all right, everyone. Everyone's had this. It doesn't matter what you're a fan of, but everyone's had this moment, I think, if you're a fan of something, where someone who doesn't know what it is walks in, and, of course, (laughs) it's a fucking embarrassing moment where they're just, they they look at you, and they're like, I'm questioning your life choices right now. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so as they're doing their second exercises like they've, it's just started the exercise might portion i look over from the couch and there's uh joy my mother-in-law seeing ishimori and great okan not wrestling but going <laughs> doing star jumps and all this kind of stuff and fucking, I- fucking squats <laughs> <laughs> And I take one look at her and she meets me, looks at me in the eye and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's kind of cringe. No one ever walks in when something awesome's happening. No. Like, no, like I know I'm, just, I'm putting this match over and it's awesome, but you know, like that's her first vision of New Japan Pro Wrestling, like <laughs> two goofs doing exercises. That's what it was. So, uh, so that's, that's fucking hilarious too. That was there, awesome. The third portion of, of the wrestling, like Greater Khan, is just gassed. And this allows Ishibori to really get the upper hand this time, but this time Greater Khan is saved by the bell from, you know, because he gets put in a boner lock. It's like, uh, you really can tell how tall Greater Khan is compared to Ishimori. <laughs> it's almost like seeing Clark Connors wrestling Hikaleo, you know, like that, that kind of thing. It's a big size difference. But the bell bell rings, and of course, Chumpy's there to be like, hey, break that up. It's fucking exercise time now. <laughs> Exercises. But then they've got to do these leg ones, like they're on a fucking treadmill or climb the mountain or something, you know, like that. And Ishimori, he's got it. Like, He's got he's got that last little bit left in the tank. There's only a minute left. He's got it. Well, Greater Khan doesn't make it for the 20, uh, 30 count. And Ishimori is just like, nah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. He didn't finish the exercises. And oh, guess what? Chumpy, Chumpy agrees with Ishimori. 
blows his freaking whistle and both Ishimori and Chompy stand there and watch Goyo Khan do the exercises all over again. And I have tears of joy just running down my face. Like, even when the second time watching it with you, I'm just like, this is fucking amazing. Well, oh Marty, Marty is saw me. He appeals to the crowd like a baby face. He's yeah, like, should, he's like, should, he do it should I? Should he let him? Should he let him? The crowd's like, well, yeah. And he's like, okay, I will. You know, it's almost like, should I listen to Ishimori? He's Bullet Club. All right, crowd. <laughs> Jump, he's over Wait. with the crowd now. Marty Asami, I love him. His friends have punched me in the face like a thousand times. Should I listen to him? You know, or these people? Yeah, <laughs> it's tremendous, I, man. People have spoken. Oh, my goodness. So he does it all over again. Doesn't quite finish them again, but, you know. Then they all three of them just kind of like, yeah, fuck it, let's keep going. <laughs> it doesn't quite do all 30 again. And Ishimori's just like, you know what? I don't care. I've got a minute left. I can whoop this guy's ass easily. Ishimori, he tries to cheat with the belt. But uh, so it backfires. He, he loses sight of the belt. They can't really beat each other on time. Uh, Ishimori's just laying down flat. And Great Okan, right before the bell goes off, Hugs the King of Pro Wrestling title, and to the confusion of everyone on the world in the world, Higuero Khan is now the King of Pro Wrestling champion. Then Chris goes, "Oh, the last holder of the belt," and that <laughs> felt like like, the, and his delivery of that line. Like I know we ragging him a little these days, but that delivery of that line at that moment was really nice. I love. I really like that because. That's just like it's like the punchline of this whole silly, amazing match. And Ishimori doesn't have to get fucking jobbed out to Greater Khan. Right. Yeah. You know, he doesn't get pinned, he doesn't submit, he loses it to some wacky way. Keep him strong, have an entertaining match. He doesn't and it's lose not long. To, no, no, it's short. He doesn't lose to heavyweights. You know, he beats Goto. Just saying. He beat him twice. Remember that? You were fucking going nuts for that. That's yeah, so awesome. <laughs> um, I the ending. So the finish was this. It was like boner lock, right? But but like Great Ocon <laughs> just gets the des- out of it. Desperation dominator out of nowhere, but he can't get the pin. But he reaches out for the title, right? And so that's that was it. And it was so funny because this is like a Iron Man ladder match, kind of. You know, it's like whoever ends up with the belt at the end of the moment, that, that's who wins. And they didn't even know that that was the – it's just great because Ishimori is trying to exploit the rules. I know the rules. You don't know the rules, right? Yeah, my stipulations, end, I know what I can right, do, yeah. But in the end, he's the one who brings the title in the ring. He's the, And then that's what, you know, ends up making him lose the match. And he didn't know the rules as well. He should have, come, you know, had a conference with Marty – before the match, because Marty fucking knew. He knew. Oh, yeah. He knew straight away. He pointed. It's like, winner, winner. Mind you, the refs always know who's who's going to win because uh, <laughs> they look like fucking idiot goose all the time, especially you red shoes. But, uh, man, uh, this is probably the match I've spoken about longest this whole night, uh, well, this whole show, and I, I don't care what anyone thinks. This is my favorite match of the night. I had so much joy watching it because it's just something dumb and something different. And I don't know. I kind of, I like the King of Pro Wrestling. I like it a lot. Yeah, dude. It's but, it's an opportunity to see these people in situations we would never, ever see them. And that's fun. 
It really is. What's the problem? And how often would you ever get Great Khan and Ishimori having a stupid stipulation? Any kind of match one-on-one together. So, like, there's that added bit of fun, too. Yeah. I mean, I know a few weeks ago I said, I was like, imagine if they kept it on Ishimori. It gives more juniors more things to do. That'd be great. But eh, I'm not mad to see some gold on Great Khan. Yeah. My prediction is that no one defends that title all year. Like, ever, meaning... People defend it, but they lose every time, and it, and like everybody gets it this year. That would be really fun. Like Hanma, man, come on, man, we need a Hanma, you know, Kapow just brief run. That would be awesome. And then he loses it to Makabe or something. I don't because it only matters who has it at the end of end of the year, right? Well, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can do whatever. It'd be fun, whatever. you know. Anyway, well, next Luke, we have a match that is interesting. It is the strong tag title match. I thought it was the IWGP uh, title match, but no, only Fisherman can get that title match. So it's Chase Owens and Kenta versus Hikaleo and ELP. In this match, a lot of this like night is former Bullet Club guys versus current Bullet Club guys. So this whole, like, the rest of the show is that, right? So um, anyway, former team members, Kenta and ELP, they start the match, and Kenta stalls forever, and then he's like, you know what? Tagging in Chase Owens. Now, Luke, what did you think of Kenta, the way he looked? He looked different, right? All right. He's clean shaven. He's got a haircut. I noticed those immediately, but I also thought was, wow. Because at at some stage, he was, like Bad Dude Tito, seemingly held together by that uh, Kinesi, whatever, the the fucking tape they all wear, the sports tape. Placebo tape, yeah. Placebo tape, whatever. So it looked like he was just like mummified in that shit for ages. So he's not wearing. <laughs> Dear. Uh, but uh, he's not wearing any of that now. He actually looks a bit more ripped and stuff too. This guy looks healthy. I know I've been ragging on him a bit, being like, hey, where is he? Where is he? Oh, he's in another Indian America, another Indian America. But actually, if this is. I don't know, Nat, you can kind of see what he's been doing. He's been getting healthy and looking after himself. So now I think he's about ready for another match with Tanahashi now. So, uh... <laughs> Oh, man, they're both going to die. Yeah, he looks good. So uh, Bullet Club, they get chased around by ELP, um, and Hikaleo uh, hits a double shoulder tackle on both of them. Uh, there's, uh, like, tandem moves from the champs and um, – you know, uh, they do a pinpoint elbow from ELP and a high five for the champs, which is nice. I do like the ELP does the pinpoint elbow. I like Bret Hart shit. So ELP, he gets a bunch of his flippy stuff in until Bullet Club used teamwork to knock him out to the outside. Heat on ELP. He fires up, of course, eventually um, after some kicks from Kenta that looked awesome. It was like, yeah, fuck him up, Kenta. I mean, I love you, ELP, but. I mean, Kenta kicking people, that's all I want to see it's from him. It's never really. a bad time. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of all I want to see. So Hikaleo protects ELP during countout spot, which is kind of cool, man. It's like what a real team would do. So there's some fun near tags from, um, like, near tags, meaning, you know, we're building up to a big tag in the corner, but no, he gets pulled off the apron. Or we're building up the big tag in the corner, but no, he gets yanked back at the last second. There's a lot of those, and that's something that I will say the ELP Hikaleo team have really excelled at, is that particular part of uh, tag team wrestling. So they do a bunch of that, right? 
It goes on for quite some time. And then Hikaleo finally gets in, and he runs wild on Bullet Club, and he gets a double clothesline, and Makapay's backstage fucking angry, just shoving <laughs> burgers in his mouth. He's just eating burgers. <laughs> 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 Tremendous. So uh, Chase Owens lands some strikes on Hikaleo and tries a package pile driver. Nope. But Kenta pulls Hikaleo's hair, making him fall backwards onto Chase's knees in a really cool, like, Tax spot cool. that maybe should be done on a smaller guy, but it was yeah. still pretty cool. But uh, drop kick in the corner and double stop gets Kenta to count on Hikaleo. They got history, brother. And Kenta finally goes for the leg, which is like, it's like finally someone attack his leg. That's where he's weak, right? So they go for the leg and he hits his like fucking Noah slaps where he slaps dude down into oblivion, you know? And honestly, because Hikaleo's hair is in the way, you don't get that cool sound, you know, which is upsetting. So I was mad. Get a haircut, hippie. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because uh, somebody did remember on commentary. I don't remember which one it was, but they were like, oh, kid's a haircut. Remember he lost? To Hikaleo and was like, it's because my hair was in my eyes. So that's what he said. So, right. Anyway, long term booking. But a <laughs> power slam counter from Hikaleo and he tags in the ELP. ELP hits all kinds of cool moves on everybody. Green killer on ELP right in front of Jotto. He's right there. But Jotto, he, he wasn't even looking. So anyway, he doesn't see Jotto doesn't, <laughs> doesn't care. Why he doesn't, it's true. It doesn't matter to him. But uh, anyway, that was really funny. So uh, there's some really, really slow counters. And then Kenta hits two, like, back fists on ELP. But great, uh, he goes for the uh, go to sleep. But it's countered into a roll-up. Chase Owens is a Canadian DDT on ELP. And um, that's almost, it gets him a near fall. There's a cross base on ELP from Kenta for a rope break. Kicky UFO thingy for two from the champs. Ring postitis from Chase Owens on Hikaleo, meaning his balls got destroyed on the ring post. And a sloppy, sloppy double move from Bullet Club gets a near fall for Chase Owens. At 20 minutes in, this is this ever going to end? There's near falls and reversals from Chase Owens and ELP. Kenta tries to break up a pin, but ends up double stopping his own partner crt choke slam and both guys go for a pin getting the three count so technically it was elp pinning chase owens for the win but why was this a match and why did they pin both guys <laughs> maybe they're mad at how long kent has been at the indies in america or something I... <laughs> all right this match is weird for me i can see some of the understanding behind like having long periods with Hikaleo in there. That's the season him up, have him in the ring, you know, do all this stuff. That's fine. But when you got a tag team where one of the dudes is fucking huge and the other guy isn't, the guy that's not huge should be the one taking the beating. And the one who's huge should be coming for saves and being taken out in creative ways so they can wail on the small guy or not letting the small guy tag out or something like that. So it's really weird to see Hikaleo take those long spots where he needs to get the tag. It's like he's doing right. both. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, just be the strong dude. It's fine. Like, like, it's kind of what we want. I'm glad you can do more stuff. But uh, also, stop grabbing throats every five seconds. I've <laughs> 
you did the double choke slam spot twice or something. Then he's grabbing throats. Like, oh, what are we doing here? I'll just grab the throat. At one point, Luke, that meant something. Because at one point, it was the deal was if he got one hand on you, you were fine. But if he got both, you're fucked. Right? And no one had gotten out of that. No one had broken out of that before. Now everybody breaks up. Yeah. I don't know. Like, if you're going to... It's going to sound mean and nasty because I'm, I'm really enjoying Hikaleo. Is is well, more than his brother. I'll, I'll admit that. Hey, but, and if you're going to have him do all these long spots, if he's doing the choke slam thing over and over again, maybe he needs a few more moves. Like a maybe he can throw in a few more of those fucking giant chops or something. You know, something like that. I don't know. Uh, power bomb. Yeah, power bomb. I mean, power bomb. You know, I mean, the hair flip is what gets me. All right, because I mean, brother, he's doing more hair flips than Kevin Nash, and like Kevin Nash did that all the time. It this is like insane amounts of hair flips. Like, do not. I'm sorry, I mentioned it. If you're a listener out there, sorry, I mentioned it. You might not say it. No, it's true. I say it all the time. (laughs) If it's in the way, get rid of it. Or tie so that back, keep it just tight back. I don't know, man. This you can do stuff. I don't know, but. Yeah, that match I've, was kind of meaningless for a New Japan Yeah, it was title. fine. It was a little clunky. And this it's kind of weird that this is the match Kenta comes back for. We haven't seen him for a while. Right. Know. Why would he just tag with Chase Owens out of nowhere? You know what I mean? Come on, man. And then just come in to lose. It's like, that sucks. And, and that's kind of Kenta's booking a lot of times. I know he beat Tanahashi at least once, but like, he always ends up losing, and it'd be nice to see him get a title that isn't the Defy Championship or whatever indie title. Yeah. No, no, I agree. Oh, well. But, alas, he's he's jumping out to... So, here's a dream, fantasy dream book, Luke. All right? Yeah. So, the, uh, you know, somehow, Yoshihashi has an, a, a too, many, too much milk match versus Great Okan. And he beats him for, for for the King of Pro Wrestling Championship, right? And then he has to face Kenta for the King of Pro Wrestling Championship. Could you imagine whatever that gimmick would be? Oh Bo Chan, you know, Bo Chan is my my you know like servant type situation, like that kind of thing. I mean, it would be amazing. Come on, Gato. Just saying. I know you're listening. Oh my god, Kenta with the, the with the Kapow stuff would be awesome. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Especially with oh my god, as long as Yoshihashi's step isn't like dick measuring contest because no, be he's gonna win forever. Well, <laughs> with Chumpy in there, hmm. um, he's got hmm. the girth. I bet you, yeah. Chumpy could be some fun. <laughs> he's got the girth. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo, Luke. All right. No one needs to hear any of that. But uh, next, we have our main event. And it's a main event. Like, everyone might be thinking, oh, Luke must be pretty happy with this. No. It is our never open title match. It is Tamatonga versus Evil. What does annoy me about this match, Mr. Guy, is look, I, I in hindsight, I understand why they did it. Let me first bitch and moan by saying, man, imagine if Shingo still held held that title. Who's Shingo feuding with now? Fucking Taichi. 
bitch, are you for real? Doesn't need a title. I know, but imagine it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. What about Hanare? You know? Yeah. Let's well, I pretty much said any, anyone else, right? So what? Uh, <laughs> anyone <look>. else. <laughs> <clears throat> look, I understand why I did it. I guess Tam is leaving and he's been there for over a decade and maybe they wanted to give him a fucking Wrestle Kingdom moment. He's had the moment. And now it's time for him to lose. So who could have lost that never open championship to anyone? Or anything? And anything. And then, uh, instead, and I'm going to say this as someone who really loves evil. No. <laughs> it's fine. I got in January. Oh, it, it still is January. But early this month, Shingo. Last year, Shingo's got the title. Why are we going back on track? Tama for his record fourth reign uh, without any defenses. I think he's managed to defend it successfully once in four reigns. What are we doing? He never defended. I don't think he ever defended it. Uh, well, there's at least one, but uh, otherwise, I, I hope. Well, I'm wrong. going with zero. Still. I'm going with zero. So, Man, that is like the one of the worst never open championship <clears throat> records there is. Well yeah. done, Tamatonga. But look, this match, <sighs> <laughs> it's not a bad that? match. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's not what I want when I watch a new blood evolution, valiantly eternal and radical match. I understand. It's not very never at all. Like, there's <clears throat> nothing, it's the opposite of what. We prescribe as like never. And in fact, you know, Hanari was tweeting about this. So the fact that evil has the belt, he used the word never as a noun, by the way, in a tweet, which I feel like that we kind of were the first people to do that. Just saying, uh, cause we've been doing that for years and years before this podcast even was around. So I'm saying That's we're, true. give us the credit, but, uh, but yeah, that is a noun to us. And he was saying that, you know, evil having the title, takes mana away from it, which that's that blue stuff you get in the fantasy. Oh, CRPG things here. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's got to replenish the mana of the... I don't give a fuck. You could use magic if you want, Hanaro. Just beat him up for it, will you? I feel like right. the, that mana, you know, that's that's like the, the strength. That's the balls Secret of, of the mana. Never Open title. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Uh, it's just... Look, when we say we want to put it on ba- a bad motherfucker, we don't mean evil. I really like evil. I have two of his shirt- shirts. I've talked ad nauseum to how much I like this faction and all that kind of stuff. But they are so good at what they do that some of what they do even makes me go, fuck off. <laughs> okay? So, man, they're good at what they do. This is... look. All the Hontai, Hontai dudes that are currently in mini feuds with uh, House of Torture and stuff at the moment all come out because this match ends really quickly with like a fucking disqualification or something like that, right? He put, caused by House of Torture cause, and all Hontai, all fighting everywhere. There's no control. And What should we do? We should do something new and fresh, something that hasn't been done before, right? 
And then as soon as they announced it, like I see where it's going straight away. Oh, lumberjack match. Let's have a lumberjack match. And Chris is just like, wow, evil's in a lot of lumberjack matches, isn't he? Yes. But that is good psychology because he does, you know, in a women. So there's a lot of fun to be had in this match. I'm not going to completely just shit on it. I do did have some fun. It's just, you know, never. Anyway, I, I, I love show in this match because show is absolutely fun with just how like there's a segment where evil throws out uh, Tamatonga. So show grabs Tamatonga and just throws him back in and they just keep throwing him in and out of the ring like that. <laughs> this fucking makes me laugh. And he's, he's got this like ever present, like evil anime character face on him. Mr. Show he's, he just looks you know, that face he pulls, I don't know. Yeah. You just want to punch it. He, it's awesome. So he's kind of my favorite in, in, in terms of the Lumberjacks in this match. Uh, but everyone, everyone's Lumberjack kind of wrestles the guy they were wrestling earlier on in the night. So there you go. And ELP and Hikaleo. I think Hikaleo ran out as well, even though his leg was fucked. But uh, <laughs> it's fine. That's fine. That's, that's all right. It's not. It's probably not as bad as like setting up purposeful injury storylines with Tongaloa, and then ah. Tongaloa was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, just anyway. let you guys know, we legitimately tried to research Tongaloa's contract status with New Japan, and we have zero news to report. <laughs> we did. <laughs> it's true. We did. We couldn't find anything. So. I believe it was something that hadn't been Googled before as well. So that, that might have been <laughs> Well, <laughs> one person had Googled it. So. <laughs> yes, indeed. So there's pretty much, it's a hot match with all the hot stuff involving my favorite title. And it ends with eventually with lots of cheating and and everything is evil the end is ah oh, the, the the spanner cheating didn't work oh the grot cheating didn't work but hey uh, uh, we got a push up bar now i've got to say push up bar because my brain immediately is like push up bro yeah so renderita waxed hammer with the push up bar which leads to an everything is evil and one, two, three new uh, never open a champion evil. He's yeah. Victorious. He's, he's yeah. the champ. Tama leaves on his back, you know, and it's a few weeks after he just had his, his big moment at the dome. And now did that make it sound like he's leaving or he's retiring? He is leaving new Japan. So that's all that matters as far as this podcast is concerned. Um, I like this a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was funny that the initial match just ended. I was really, really upset when Red Shoes got Chumpy's spot here where he starts smacking Evil's hand away and stuff like that. Yeah. Whoa. That is somebody's... Chumpy had notes for him backstage. He's like, listen, you're going to do this. That's fine, but you got to retire next year. Okay, <laughs> so um, I thought it was fun, and I'm you know obviously the right person won everything like that. 
I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a ton to say about it. It was really fun. Red Shoes fucking pissed me off, you know. But there was a lot of turnabout as fair play set up knockdown in this match, you know. Like, oh, somebody pulls a leg, and then Giotto pulls a leg. Oh, but he's allowed because they just did the leg. You see, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. But it was fun at the end. Like, hot. They they sell to the back, right? And we get the big goodbye for Tomatonga. And we hear his, uh, you know, one more time, just to reinforce Never really got out of Bullet Club. We hear, you know, ain't real. Yeah, just one more time, you know. Uh, so, I, I mean, Tomatonga, I really enjoyed him when he was in his original run at Bullet Club. You know, as a wrestler, I if you've never seen his matches versus Goto, they're fantastic. As a Never Champion, I don't want any part of it. But you know, I feel like that. I didn't really ever buy his babyface run, and I didn't like it one bit. So that's my problem. But here we are. I tried for ages, and then I was just like, "Yeah, no, I'm done." So yeah, I. All right. So some never guy is going to shoot up into the uh, rankings of my favorite wrestler if they uh, can beat. Well, one of my favorite wrestlers for the Never chart Never title. So there you go. If if yeah. people like Hanare are tweeting like, hey, give me a title shot, may not be clear what the plan is. You know, <laughs> it's going forward. But I, I like Evil having a title. It's always fun. He's gonna do fun shit with it. And hopefully he'll lose it to someone awesome younger than him. That would be preferable. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, that's another thing too like they could have gotten someone not tangentially aligned with it. it's like all of tamas reigns as the ch- never champion had to have except for the shingo stuff they all had to be bullet club related all of them like get away from them like yeah, yeah. that's probably why we, we, is that another reason we couldn't fully get behind his face run because like he only ever feuded with fucking bullet club it Let's was bad. Yeah. 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 It was it was constant. He had a lot of the same matches over and over again. And they were very see, that's the thing, is that like at late in his career, I feel like that Tomatonga really wrestled more of like a WWE type style than he did a New Japan style. That's just my opinion, you know, from watching a lot of the singles matches and stuff like that. And I don't like that. I don't want to watch that. Or I'd watch that show. You know what I mean? It's like to me. I hate the whole thing where a guy's coming for a fire up and he does the thing where he's, oh, I'm going to knock the, the heel down, bump and feet, knock the heel down, bump and feet, knock the heel down like three times. Man, that is some tired-ass bullshit, and I, I fucking hate seeing it, and he's been doing that ever since he came in. So there's like a lot of little things like that that get on my nerves. But, man, I he was a tremendous – like like he was one of the reasons I liked New Japan when I first started watching it, and – one of these days, I'm going to get the video of the Hoots movie, the first Hoots movie, which is the talking shop movie. Carl Anderson, all the Bullet Club guys, and Rocky Romero made a movie, and it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life, and yet it's not on the internet anywhere. So I got to get it somehow, but man, he's really funny in it, and guy's great. You know, I'm sorry he's gone, but at the same time, again, this open up, opens up another opportunity for somebody else. Yeah, that's what. That's three spots gone. 
and there's more than three people able <laughs> to fill those spots. So, you know, they're going to get filled pretty quick. Yeah, it's going to be great. And you don't need to replace anyone to replace Okada as the top guy of the company because he's not the top guy of the company. The top guy of the company is the champion. It's Tetsuya Naito. Yeah. It's Just true. watch any New Japan show, everyone, from the last year, and Naito will get the biggest cheer, even if he's just coming to watch Pirate Man and Yoda Suji <laughs> do a tag league match. Biggest pop of the night. All he did was come out to support his boys. That's it. So, yeah. Pirate Man. And, and for, you know, Akata's getting the extra cheers that night because it's his last night in Nagoya. Yeah. And then Naito walks out. Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it either. So, you know, New Japan's fine. They're going to be all right. It's true. That's it. All right, man. So, do we do a diary? We do. We do. Every all time right. that we have a Never Open podcast, we discuss a wrestler diary sent to us by one of our favorite listeners, Jay. And Luke, I believe you have one. Is that correct? I do. Yes, yes, we do. It is Hiromu Takahashi. Ooh, these are this, guaranteed to be weird. That's it. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it is episode 165 of his diary. It's called Let's Go and Dig Up Some Embarrassing History. Oh, here we go. By the way, uh, Jay's message on this email is it's it's been a while. So, yeah. It's been a while. A little bit, a little bit of uh, context there and, and singing. Oh, probably because we haven't done a Hiromu diary for a while. Mm -hmm. But yes, it is dated November 13th, 2023. And it goes like this. <clears throat> Phew! I'm back from the DDT Rio Goku show, and I'm eating fried chicken from Bushi's shop. Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Bushi sells fried chicken? Does it have a mask on it? I want to go to there. I wanted to go to Hachoji Seoul, but I had a match on both days. I'll make sure to go next time. The last two weeks have been really tough mentally because I've just become the Iron Man champion. Even in America, <laughs> people were after me everywhere. And there were people <laughs> who were side-eyeing me. Even though I lost it briefly to Ishimori-kun, I got it back quickly. The Ishimori match was painful. Painful, painful. But I endured it happily. Although... I think I've lost my memory. Take care, Desperado. Good luck with the surgery. I was attacked by Hirata-san during a YouTube live stream. But today, in Ryugoku, I was able to get a bit of relief because I lost the belt. Don't I feel a bit lonely? A bit sad? Well, I don't. I didn't think that my closest friend, the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Belt, would take it from me. But, any but anyway... It was fun to participate in DDT and have a match with Kazuki Hirata, including the part where I, where I was really confused. And I think I have accepted Hirata-san and DDT. I haven't heard any complaints from New Japan Pro Wrestling, so I guess I'm in the clear. By the way, I have something super unimportant to report. My first kiss with Dino was not the other day in the ring, but on the stairs on the way to the locker room. He suddenly kissed me in the middle of nowhere. I thought the curse from Iron Man had been lifted, but the trauma came flooding back. <laughs> <laughs> now, now this week's wrestler diary, 
now this week's Wrestler Diary publicity tweets is going to be the author who successfully defended the belt for the seventh time while suffering from the curse of the Iron Man talks about the Ishimori match and his participation in DDT and the details of his first kiss 13 years ago. <laughs> that was short and sweet, and he actually talked about wrestling for almost a long time. And he oh. blew my mind because now I know that Bushi has a fried chicken restaurant or I know, something. man. Or a restaurant that has fried chicken in it. I had no idea that was a thing. No one's ever mentioned it to me before. It, I I want to go to there. Favorite, Luke, what's your favorite chicken? Like, what's your favorite way to have chicken prepared for you to eat it? Uh, Pretty much every way, but I like chicken parmigiana. Okay. Chicken parmesan, tremendous. Very popular. And there's a local restaurant that uh, Vincent loves, um, you know, called the... Uh, what is it? The Olive Garden or whatever. In the- <laughs> but I like, I, I mean, thank you for asking. I mean, for uh, me, uh, yeah. you know, I'm going to go with one of the Asian ways. I'm going to go with General Zhao. General Zhao knows how to make fucking chicken, brother. And that is my favorite type of chicken. If you're going to prepare it, you better prepare it with General Zhao. We, we don't have General Zhao. Yes, you do. It's called something else, but I guarantee you have it. Um, it's very popular here. But uh, right. Luke, you know what else is very popular? What? Is the uh, Nagoya Diamond Dolphins. And so we <laughs> will end the show after we get done talking. We will end the show with a little tribute to our guys. And we may even cut that up and make like a YouTube video out of it specifically for them. We salute you, Nagoya Diamond Dolphins, and their coach, Guy whose name I remember. And he's Australian. Yay. And his name is something Australian. I definitely remember. It is Australian. Basil McKenzie. Like, there it is. It's like Sean something. Are you looking it up right now? Don't worry about it. I am not. All right, good. Because, <laughs> Mr. Guy. Yes. In uh and Gato we trust. And the Diamond Dolphins we trust. Oh, bitch. yeah, and the Diamond, Diamond Dolphins <laughs> we trust even more. <laughs> this is Luke from the Never Open Podcast. And this is Dolphin's Pride. Faster than anywhere else. More intensely than anywhere else. Believe in yourself and your friends. And with the pride you have built with everyone involved, fight together until the very end without giving up. We aim to play basketball. That excites viewers and intimidates opponents. That's Dolphin's Pride.